0: This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Pat Volk, financial advisor of Abish Financial Services. What I enjoy is really looking out for folks and helping them retire successfully and really put a little bit of ease in their life. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. It's a totally different day and age now. You have to embrace the change, but I've always said it's about the plan. It's not about the products. Pat and the entire team at Abish Financial want to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. And I'm Heather Branch here with
1: Pat to ask him for insight on what you can be doing now in effort to better prepare for your financial future as you approach, or perhaps are already in retirement. Working to know that you've got the proper plan in place is what Pat and the entire team at Abish Financial Services are here to help. You do, Mr. Volk. How are you today?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great.
1: It's springtime. All the, the I'm a big garden person. Have I ever told you that? Nerd, no. Nerd fact: I'm a big gardener, yard worker person.
0: Oh, so like tomatoes, cucumbers. Okay. Here's the tragic. Garden.
1: Here's the tragedy of my life. So my husband and I bought a house, a fixer-upper house, when we first got married, and I was really excited because I'd lived in apartments my whole life, and I finally was going to have this yard. Cut to me figuring out the way that our house faces, and because we bought an old. It's an old piece of property, which is beautiful. It's very wooded. Mm -hmm. When I tell you we have zero sun, I have a complete shade garden, and I cannot grow any flowers or fruits or vegetables. I am not lying to you. Oh! But I've become a shade plant aficionado. If you have any questions about what you can grow in shady spots, you just give me a buzz and I will talk to you all about hostas and hellebores and coral bells. I'm very well versed,
0: sir. You are speaking Latin.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm not smart enough. To you know the Latin names.
0: No, neither am I, but you could have told me those were Latin and mm. I would believe you.
1: Uh, but springtime aside, well, actually, not aside, thinking about the idea of what's old is new again. Something that I have noticed a lot in the past few years is this whole idea of the rebirth of things that we use, particularly in the way of movies. And TV, the remake of things. Like where are all the original ideas? Have you noticed this?
0: I have noticed that painfully.
1: Disney, for example, I'm not coming at Disney. I love Disney. But they are just taking all of their old movies and now it's live action, Little Mermaid. Live action, Lion King. I'm like, where is the new story idea?
0: And even some of the new story ideas, unfortunately, I don't think they're really grabbing right. anybody. Right. Uh, and I am a Disney fan. I'm yeah. a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. I saw the original in the theater. I'll never forget that. And even though I feel that they're not giving me what I need, I'm still addicted to it. Right?
1: Do you still come back for more? <laughs> I do. I, get
0: it. I was watching the Mandalorian. Yes. I'm still really into it. Okay. <laughs> no, the funny part is I told my son, I, I, And this is very funny. Mm -hmm. I looked at him and I said, why do I feel like they're just making this for little kids? And he looked at me and he goes, because it is for little kids.
1: Hello. (laughs) Sorry, dad. (laughs) That's exactly
0: it. And I'm like, you're right.
1: (laughs) Reality reality
0: bites. Here we are. It's okay.
1: There is a kid in all of us, sir.
0: I suppose. (laughs) That's what I say. You're only
1: as old as you feel. You were telling me before about how your daughters, you got twin daughters that are 20 years old, how they have gone back now and started rewatching South Park. Yes. Since
0: its very first episode? Yeah. Mom's not too happy oh, having it on in the house, yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind. Right. So a little bit of conflict there yeah, okay. because it was something I've always enjoyed, uh-huh. but it does point out all of the craziness, you know, that we just try to accept as normal, uh-huh. but it's absolute insanity if uh-huh. you really want to sit back and digest it, you know.
1: Despite its controversy, despite the fact that it is there just essentially for entertainment, there are, in fact, South Park learning Opportunities. And that's what we are going to talk about here on this podcast today, sir. Talking about risk, there was an episode of Comedy Central's South Park that did such a quick and poignant display of the risk we face with our money. How can I help you, young man? I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest and it's gone. Oh, uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. What do you mean? I, I have a $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. Well, look at. I do to get back I'm my- sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people
0: who actually have money with us. Next,
1: please. Oh no. It's such a real <laughs> triggering moment to have heard that exchange.
0: That's exactly it. Maybe they invested in cryptocurrency. Hello.
1: The thing about it is it's so real and triggering to me is not just the the speed of the loss that happened, but the disregard. Correct. <laughs> from the banker right there in front of you. Oh, you know, we don't have time for you anymore. Next, please. That's also okay. a real life feeling that people have experienced.
0: It is unfortunate. In fact, I was reading an article just the other day of how some banks are actually just really closing accounts for folks. Uh, there was one gentleman. He actually emigrated from Pakistan back in 2013 uh-huh. and didn't have a large balance in the account. Can't remember the bank exactly, but it was a fairly large bank. And he went out and suddenly he couldn't use his credit cards. He couldn't use his debit card. He called the bank and they said, nope, we're closing your account. And it had to do with they thought there was some suspicious activity, even though he had been a well-standing member of that bank for over 10 years. You are kidding. I am not kidding. And it was stunning that it was as if there was just some check of a box. Somebody suspected something and boom, you're gone terrifying yeah. when you really think about that.
1: Well, and I think that that's a big fear of the digital age we live in, not just what can be done by anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place, but somebody that has malicious intent. That's right. also
0: a very real fear for savers and investors. Very much so. We've had a few clients that have come to us and said that their ID was stolen, that somebody in, you know, got their social security number or Mm -hmm. whatever it was. So Mm -hmm. not to go off on too much of a tangent, but making sure that you change your passwords, making sure that you're protecting your identification. It's crucial. Yeah. Is what I would really say in that case. Be aware of where your money is. Be aware of how you access it. Yeah. This stuff is out there and there are very clever people who have ill intent, who would try to get at anything that's the low hanging fruit. So don't make it it. easy for them. Okay, got it.
1: All right, so let's focus back then on the challenges that we investors face besides the digital challenges that come at us daily, it almost seems. Uh, The idea of just our basic risk in our savings, in our investments, in our portfolios is something that is in the back of our minds, particularly for retirees, I feel like on a daily basis, Pat. So going back to that South Park clip we just listened to, listening to that experience of how quickly something just disappeared right in front of him. Have you had this experience where clients have come to you because their previous advisor didn't understand their risk tolerance and now here they are with lots of losses and a loss themselves? How has that unfolded in your office?
0: Uh, It happens all the time, Mm. and oftentimes they're coming from what I like to refer to as an accumulation advisor. A lot of firms out there will invest solely for rate of return. It's what I like to call the buy-hold philosophy. You can get great rates of return when the market's doing well. But when the market ends up hitting, you know, some potholes, as we did in 2022, as we did in 2008, mm-hmm. as we did in 2000, 2001, 2002, suddenly you're not really getting what you thought. And what our job is, is to truly listen to the client. We're not magic. You know, I don't pretend to have some crystal ball where we're predicting the markets, but I think a lot of folks always have this anticipation that, oh, if the markets start going down, we're going to suddenly be in cash. And then the next day, if the market's moving up, we're suddenly going to be in the markets. Mm -hmm. It can't work that way. So this is really where you need to construct a portfolio where you're going to have a solid base, regardless of what's going on in the market. That could be cash. That could be CDs. That could be an individual bond. That could be an annuity. And then if you are going to go in the market, you may want to have a portfolio in the market that's a little bit more dynamic. Okay. In the sense that we're not going to try to time the market, meaning I'm not looking at what's going on today and let's get in. We're going to be looking at longer term trends in the market. Okay. I'll use a very simple analogy. Okay. Market timing is like standing on a beach and trying to predict where the next wave is going to hit. You know, how high up on the beach is it going to go? Okay, You're not going to get it right. You're going to get it right once in a while, but you're going to get it wrong more than anything else. Okay, What we're trying to do with the assets that we have in the market is we are trying to make a determination of, is it high tide? Or is it low tide? And if you've ever sat on a beach during those times, it's gradual. Mm-hmm. And you need to find where is the trend. So it's not a matter that we're impervious to losses. The concept is we're going to try to lessen the losses, staying off the deep bottoms. But with that is also coupled, we may not get all of the highs. The whole premise behind this is we're trying to control for volatility, Mm -hmm. the ups and downs of the market. And I've always used a very simple, again, another analogy you know, with the clients. If we have two planes taking off at a Dulles airport at the same time, flying across the country, and they're both gonna land in LA at about the same time, one flight's going to be extraordinarily turbulent. They can't serve drinks, you're buckled up and you're terrified. Mm -hmm. Or another flight, which is gonna be a lot smoother. And they're both gonna get you there at about the same time. Mm -hmm. Which flight do you wanna get on? Obviously the smoother flight. The smoother flight, Mm -hmm. obviously. But so many folks are with these accumulation advisors and these accumulation advisors are solely trying to put the pedal to the metal. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to just get rate of return. Well, that's gonna be very difficult when we go through transitions and changes as we're going through in our economy right now. Mm -hmm. This is really where I think after the longest running bull market we ever had in history, and that was really built upon low interest rates and quantitative easing, or the Fed injecting liquidity into the markets. That's what caused the boom, the bubble of everything. Okay, And they took the punch bowl away inflation occurred. They need to raise interest rates. It's what's called demand destruction. Yeah. And they like to say demand destruction, but truth be told, that means people are going to lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. That's the flat out purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose your job, you're not spending. And that's how in turn they want to bring inflation down. Okay. Stop people from spending. Mm-hmm. And it's very brutal. But it's at times like this where I do feel people begin to truly appreciate the more conservative elements of the portfolio. We're not going to go back to Terra, you know, as they say, (laughs) 2021 is over. Okay, We're not in that environment. If we do have an environment where interest rates are eventually lowered and the market does take off, we set our portfolios up to take advantage of it. But at the same time, we're also trying to lessen the losses that have really occurred all last year and a lot of the volatility this year. The markets are up a little bit this year, truth be told. But I don't think we're through this by a long shot. We do still have a lot of things to drop on the banking side. If you're reading out there, I do think the banking crisis is going to cause a recession and it's just going to be a matter of how deep of a recession it is and this is truly the time where people should stop looking back and saying i want to get back to where i was at the end of december 2021 Mm
1: -hmm. i
0: understand everybody would want to do that but perhaps the best thing to do is to say do I have enough to reach my goals right now? And maybe instead of taking on additional risk and perhaps losing more, maybe we want to just make certain that you can live a very comfortable retirement with lower volatility. That's really the whole point here. We want to make certain that you're going to be able to meet your needs during retirement.
1: I know at Abish Financial Services, you use the phrase a lot, this second phase of your financial life. And that's what this is really boiling down to. Folks that have worked for three, four decades, they have earned, perhaps they've even worked with a financial advisor during that growth and accumulation phase. But now it's time to shift your mindset and create more security. And this is exactly what you're talking about here.
0: It's exactly it. I had known a gentleman and I'm going back more than 20 years, right when the dot-com bubble was occurring. And he was retiring, and I remember somebody jokingly asked him, they were like, hey, how are you invested for your retirement? Because he was a rather sophisticated planner, investor, et cetera. And he looked at the fella and he said, you know what? He goes, I'm gonna be fine. With what I've accumulated, I'm fine. My wife's fine. My kids are gonna be fine. And I have it all invested relatively conservatively. Tell me why I should go out and take on more risk. Mm-hmm. If you've crossed the finish line, maybe it's time to just say, you know, why do I need to take on more risk? This isn't about, you know, entertaining people with your rate of return at a cocktail party. Mm-hmm. This is about paying the bills, yep. making certain that what you've accumulated, that you've determined where your cash flow is coming from, social security, pensions, annuities. I know there are annuities sometimes have a bad name around them. Mm -hmm. I'll be frank, there are large firms out there that are beating up on annuities constantly. Mm -hmm. They have done more damage to the common people than anyone else out there because people have just dismissed this product without fully understanding the benefit. They would love to have a pension, but if they don't have a pension, they wouldn't want to have an insurance product that creates a pension. And those two things really don't go together. It's just a full lack of understanding. And they are doing themselves some harm. And they really maybe need to take a better look at what they're doing as far as their retirement plans.
1: Well, that's what you are here to help folks do, Pat Volk and the entire team at Abish Financial Services. If you have questions about this second phase of your financial life, if you are concerned about your risk levels, if you want to know more about creating safer income, these are the things that they work to help folks in their offices every single day do within their own plan and can help you as well and are ready to begin this conversation as soon as today. All you have to do is visit us at retirementkeyradio.com.
0: Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key podcast. Be sure to listen to the Retirement Key radio show Saturdays and Sundays on WMAL. Two zero.